Hi, you're listening to New Week number 124. This is a midweek update from New World Same Humans, a newsletter on trends, technology and our shared future by me, David Mattin. You can find the links, videos and images in this instalment in the email where this podcast is embedded. Just scroll down or on the web. See a link in the show notes. And if you're listening to this and you haven't yet subscribed, join 25,000 curious souls on a journey to build a better future. Just go to New World Same Humans humans.com to sign up. Hello from London. It's a bumper instalment this week. So what do we have in store? Well, the Chinese government is calling on its own technology industry to roll out millions of advanced humanoid robots. Also, NASA wants to learn how to extract breathable oxygen from moon dust, and OpenAI says everyone can now create their own bespoke version of ChatGPT. Let's get into it. Work machines. This week, a glimpse of the coming collision between human population dynamics and autonomous machines. A new study by researchers at University College London found fears of climate breakdown are changing decision-making around whether or not to have children. The research found that climate concern was associated with a desire for fewer children or for no children at all. And the researchers say this is the first systematic study of the way attitudes to climate change are affecting reproductive choices. Meanwhile, A quite different story. The Chinese Ministry of Industry and Information Technology issued a nine-page communique this week calling for domestic mass production of advanced humanoid robots by 2025. By 2027, the document says, these robot workers should be an important new engine of economic growth. But what is the connection between new trends in reproductive decision-making and the Chinese dash towards humanoid robots? Well, in the email, I display a graph of the birth rate in China from 2000 to 2022. And you can see that from around 2016, the birth rate just goes into freefall. Here's the New World Same Humans take. The CCP knows that China is losing its battle with demographics. If the country is to become the 21st century hegemon that President Xi dreams about, then it needs an army of workers. But instead, China is watching its birth rate plummet. Meanwhile, the global north is facing the same challenge. In North America and Western Europe, population growth flatlined ages ago. And now it seems from this study that fears over climate change are only set to exacerbate that trend. This is a huge structural challenge, whether you're talking about China or the global north, because fewer workers tends to mean a less productive and smaller economy. So what to do? The CCP have already tried ditching their one-child policy and incentivising couples to have more children. It didn't work. This week's clarion call from the Ministry of Industry and Information Technology, offers us a glimpse of an alternative answer, and that's robots. If China won't have enough human workers to sustain economic growth, then the CCP hopes that humanoid robot workers can do the jobs for them. 
Innovators in the global north, as we all know, are heading in the same direction. This week, Tesla posted over 50 job ads for its Optimus robot team. Elon Musk, who has long bemoaned population decline and its coming impacts, has said he believes Optimus will end up being a bigger part of Tesla's business even than electric vehicles. And two weeks ago, I wrote about how Amazon are trialling the Digit humanoid robot in their fulfilment centres in the US. My co-founder at The Exponentialist, Raoul Powell, says that in the new world we're building, robots are demographics. In other words, the rise of autonomous machines is set to decouple economic growth from population growth. The CCP, Elon Musk and many others besides are making the same bet. And my guess, they're going to be proven right. Space out. NASA continues to prepare for its mission to the moon and this week there was further news. The agency wants to explore methods to extract breathable oxygen from moon dust. Its space technology mission directorate is seeking input from industry partners and external researchers and hopes to create a demonstration technology soon. NASA hopes to put humans back on the moon for the first time since 1972 with its Artemis III mission, currently planned for 2025. Meanwhile, stunning pictures came back this week from the European Space Agency's Euclid telescope. Launched in July, Euclid is now around 1.5 million kilometres from Earth. That's about four times as far away as the moon. And it is capturing images of absolutely incredible clarity. You're going to have to go, obviously, and check out the email to see these images. There's one of the Perseus cluster, which is a group of a thousand galaxies located 240 million light years from Earth. And there are actually a further 100,000 galaxies in the background of the shot. Uh, and there's another of the Horsehead Nebula, which is a cloud of dust and gas in the Orion constellation. Trust me, in the email, these images are absolutely incredible. Go and take a look. Here's my take. This entire segment, as you can tell, was mainly an excuse to show you the breathtaking images coming back from Euclid. But there is an underlying truth here. We're amid a new space age due mainly to the insane drop in the cost of access to space. Back in 2010, launch costs hovered around $64,000 per kilogram. Today, they're around $1,000 per kilogram, and that is falling. That's thanks mainly to the reusable rocket technology developed by SpaceX. So yes, we're talking about Elon Musk once again. We're heading back into space via multiple partnerships between the international space agencies, obviously including NASA, and private companies. And this time, the plan is to stay there to establish permanent bases. One signal of the emerging public-private space ecosystem, this week SpaceX agreed to deliver the US military's new space plane, the X-37B, into orbit in its Heavy Falcon rocket in December. And private space companies, including SpaceX, will play a huge role in the upcoming Artemis crewed mission to the moon. Most analysts reckon that mission will end up being delayed until 2026 or 2027. Even so, the next few years are set to be a thrilling road towards the lunar surface. Expect moon hype to reach fever pitch, and it probably will reach fever pitch in this newsletter too. And from there, of course, all roads will lead to Mars.
your intelligence. There's little doubt about the biggest story in the mainstream technology press this week. OpenAI made headlines all over again with the launch of custom GPTs. That's bespoke versions of ChatGPT that any user can create using simple natural language instructions and their own training content or data. The feature was announced at OpenAI Dev Day, which saw Sam Altman create a custom startup mentor GPT live on stage in about five minutes. It really was an amazing demonstration. X, which of course in my head is still Twitter, went absolutely wild. And yes, a million and one GPTs are definitely coming. So how is this all going to play out? Here's the new world same humans take. Remember back in 2010, if you're old enough to remember this, when every third friend of yours was making an app OpenAI are hoping to recreate that magic all over again. They want to be the platform that profits from a huge wave of AI innovation. ChatGPT Plus users will be able to create custom GPTs and charge others to use them. And Sam Altman says they'll be rewarded via revenue share. Remember, any ChatGPT Plus user can now create a bespoke GPT in a few minutes. They're really easy to make, and that means there will be a vast long tail of these things. The winners, though, will be those with two things. That's number one, deep reserves of proprietary content or data that they can use to enhance the outputs of their bot, like content or data that makes your bot better than other people's. And the second is audiences who are receptive to those creations. It's content and audiences that will dictate the winners here. But creating a bespoke GPT is now so easy that we'll see something that we didn't see with apps, and that is individuals creating bespoke bots just for their own personal use to help them manage the family accounts or choose birthday presents for family and friends and much else besides. So yes, this is an app store moment for AI, but it also marks another beginning of personalised machine intelligence on tap. Also this week, The Exponentialist, my new premium and enterprise-level research service, launched to the world. It's a partnership between me and the macroeconomist and Real Vision CEO, Rao Powell. And to mark launch day, we've made an excerpt of the first essay free for everyone to read. So watch out for it in your inbox on Sunday. New tech company Humane launched the AI Pin. This long-awaited first product from Humane is a voice and gesture-controlled device that clips to your shirt and integrates with ChatGPT and other services. Humane hope their disappearing computer will be the next iPhone. I think it remains to be seen whether people really want to talk to a badge on their lapel. One fascinating signal, though, see how open AI and their partner Microsoft are set to become the underlying infrastructure that fuels a whole raft of AI innovations. Where are Alphabet in this conversation? And when will Apple launch their own generative AI play? It's going to be fascinating watching this battle unfold. NVIDIA has developed a special new AI chip for China, according to Chinese media. Recent US regulations prevented NVIDIA from selling its powerful A100 AI chip to Chinese companies. The new chips, which include the H20, reportedly only half as powerful as the A100, would not fall under the restrictions. 
NVIDIA so far have refused to comment. Scientists have created a new strain of yeast with a genome that is over 50% synthetic DNA. A group of labs called the SC2.0 Consortium have been attempting to create a strain of yeast with a fully synthetic genome for 16 years now, and this latest advance marks a major step forward. So far, scientists have only managed to synthesize the much simpler genomes of some viruses and bacteria. Neuralink is seeking a volunteer for its first brain implant surgery. The company wants to find a quadriplegic adult under the age of 40 who will allow a surgeon to implant electrodes and small wires into the part of the brain that controls the forearm and hands. A new UN survey says 85% of citizens across 16 countries are worried about online disinformation – The 16 countries surveyed will each host elections in 2024 and that's why they were chosen. And the survey found that 87% of the respondents fear disinformation will influence the outcome of those elections. A team of Chinese researchers have created a swarm of drones able to talk to one another and assign tasks to achieve a shared goal. The drone swarm is fuelled by a large language model, which enables the drones to act as AI agents that can reason, share that reasoning with other drones and determine courses of action. Samsung unveiled its new generative AI model, Gauss, and says it will soon arrive on its devices. The model can generate text, code and images, and the company says it will be available on its Galaxy S4 phone due to be released in 2024. So for the second time in this week's instalment, I ask, how long until Apple deploys its own on-device large language model? Rumour has it that the company is planning a radical LLM-based overhaul of its AI assistant, Siri. Humans of Earth. Here's some key metrics to help you keep track of Project Human. The global population stands at 8.072 billion. Earth's currently needed stands at 1.81498. The 2023 progress bar stands at 86% complete. And on this day, the 11th of November 1675, the German mathematician Gottfried Leibniz demonstrates integral calculus for the first time. Robot Army. Thanks for listening this week. The enmeshment of labour force dynamics and robots will be one of the most consequential shifts of the coming decades. This newsletter will keep watching and working to make sense of it all. And you can help. So now you've reached the end of this week's instalment. Why not forward the email to someone else who'd also enjoy it or share it across one of your social networks with a note on why you found it valuable. Remember, the larger and more diverse the New World Same Humans community becomes, the better for all of us. I'll be back on Sunday. Until then, be well.